podcast is entirely alleged and not admissible in a court of law. A recklessly minimal effort has been taken to change the names and details of any guilty parties. And just in case you right bastards get any ideas, the hosts of this podcast are notorious and well-documented liars with no legally admissible credibility. This is Mama C, and you're listening to Notes from the Pin Podcast. Welcome to prison, bitch. And greetings from the prison industrial complex. You know what show you're listening to. You know who this is, but you don't know who I have with me. And I have today, I have Cousin Greg with me, and we're going to talk about um, one of these new, like, repeating formats I'd like to do on the um, consecutive seasons. What's up, Gregory? Good morning, viewers. <laughs> I'm working on my, uh, my, my radio voice, which actually blew my voice out a little bit over the weekend. I don't know if you could tell, but it's starting to come back because... Uh, I was yelling at the TV, the uh, Kevin Durant-led Nets. Bucks oh, the, my God. Buck face bucks. Listen, just foot on the <laughs> line, just an inch. For those who oh don't know, the Bucks is just uh, a game seven. Um, Kevin Durant shoots, like, I mean, what was it, like one second left? Yeah, man, Turns, it was one second three, remaining. But it's like toes on the line. And it would have put him up by one. Game would have been over. Instead, it tied, yep. and they lost in overtime. I know. He uh, shout out Kevin Durant. Guy's a he's absolute so wizard. So good. So good. Yeah, but uh, blew the voice yeah. out on that shot because my cousin and I were yelling. We thought we won the game. We. I love when sports fans say we. Like I have anything to do with this. I thought they won the game, and we were screaming. And uh, obviously, they lost that night, and I was um, crawling out of the depression. And there's no better way to do that. And on NFTP, with my main man Bobby. Well, uh, uh, there's certain things that are ubiquitous in here, like that everyone's watching, and you can tell by the reactions. Now, in like cube settings, you can see everyone. You could stick your head out the, into the hallway and see people down there, and it's easier to know who's who and what. But in here, you're in your cell, and you can see across from your cell, but all the other cells are dark, and you can't. But you can hear everyone's voice. Now, you can hear a voice. If you're on the base gallery, the very bottom one, all the way on low side, you can hear the person on the fifth gallery on high side, complete opposite end. You can hear them when they, when they say shit or yell. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's certain things that everyone watches. Um, Dave, the hashtag show Dave is one of them, and which just <laughs> gave a new season to start, which is great. And uh, the NBA Finals. And this is what conference, uh, conference finals, right? Yeah, it is. And so uh, it's been good. everyone was, watch- was watching that. Yeah, there's some, some tight races. Anyway, today, mm-hmm. you know, I got the idea of, you know, Bo- the Buddhists believe that everything that you think you are, like personality-wise, ego, all that stuff, is really just some sort of complex mixture, an aggregate of the five senses, right? So you mm-hmm. are what you take in and experience, you know, we know the five senses. And I wanted to do a series one uh, um, with one episode each season over the next five seasons dedicated to one of the five senses and how it pertains to freedom and and what changes and and the things you miss about it and the experience of of having having a, a the the limitations placed on whatever sense it is the things you don't get to see hear touch taste or smell while you're in prison, and I decided I wanted to start with smell for a couple reasons. One of them is that when I watch TV, my window to the world, you get to see things. You get to see whatever, Brazil, bikini models, all. you get to see tons of stuff, aside from like hardcore, like porn. You get to see the things that you're missing from in here, right? And through the tablet and the music and also TV, you get to hear things that you don't necessarily get to hear from here. We don't get to hear tractors, but on TV I can hear one, right? Yeah. The, the, the one thing aside from touch that you, you know, um, that you don't really, in some taste, that you don't really get in here at all, like no version of, is the, the, the smells that aren't in here. And I think that's something that a lot of people would, it's something that I know when I was out there I, wouldn't, I would have never thought of, like the freedom right. of smell. You know, and uh, wow. so I wanted to do an episode on that. And I was, uh, so yeah, so there, there it is. We're going to start with the sense of smell and how it relates to freedom. Do you have any thoughts yeah. on it? 
Well, my first thought is just, you know, there really is, there really are. I, I don't think we'll ever really fully be able to tally all the things that you that you miss out on from being inside versus being in the free world. And I'm, and that smell thing is really, really hitting different right now because it makes me wonder how many things do I take for granted that, you know, somebody on the inside would, you know, just, just for a second would, yeah. would, would, you know, and, and smell my God. Like I'm inclined to think of things like, Oh, the internet, the this, the that, but you're talking smell. That is like well, that is you know and 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 I love where the I, I love where the episode's going to go but uh, that's a really well, I'm excited to see where we when go. It, when it comes to smell, like even in here, you it's not something you think about a lot. Like you you think like man, I love to see girls and I love to yeah. taste this and <clears> you know they have a hand massage or whatever it is, uh, or go to live you. You don't even us in here, at least me personally, you don't really think like I'm missing on what I'm smelling. And I, and I wonder what that was. And recently, I saw a, a documentary. Like I watch PBS on Wednesdays, and um, it's something that I can put my earbuds in and just kind of lay there before I go to sleep and listen to it. I don't have to actually be watching it. And mm-hmm. they have, they have, uh, they have a series about um, biology and neurology and, and um, some senses. And they were doing something. The brain science is like been something I've been fascinated with over like the last year, and. Uh, they, I was changing through the channels and was talking about some brain uh, science, and so I stopped. And what they were talking about was um, your brain as it relates to the senses. And they were ta- they they were going over how the the centers and the, the centers in the brain for most of the other senses. All right, but you have one minute remaining. I might get this wrong, or somewhere in like the prefrontal cortex, or so I don't know. But they're they're mm-hmm. uh, a little more complex. Um, systems interacting for like sight and sound and all that stuff, but the sense of smell bypasses the normal routes for the other senses and goes right into the amygdala to be processed. Which the amygdala is like this, the really ancient part. It's like the reptilian part of our brain that deals with emotions and fight or flight right. response and all that stuff. So our sense of smell has a different filter that it goes through, and that really fascinated me and it made me think a little more about. You know the experience of being behind bars with that stuff. Yeah, well, I'm gonna call you back. All right. Thank you for using GTL. All right. So, so knowing that your sense of smell comes in and is and is like computed or, or deciphered, interpreted through this other part of your brain that's tied to emotion. I'm feeling like. That might have something to do with the fact that you don't like. Th- there's a really drastic thing that happens with, for me personally, and I think a lot of people with the link, the bond between smell and memory. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, I'll, I'll, and it's fascinating. Like the amount of, um, they're not silly. I, they're they're these little um, fibers inside your nose. It's just like there's something like two million or whatever they are, and they just pick up all these little different variations on a smell, like a combination, and put them together, and then they link it. If you know what it is, it links to something in your brain. So there can be these little subtle differences that remind you. It's like a different combination for like, or like a web address or phone number. It takes you to a totally different place, and then it triggers this thing where you're like, oh, fuck, I completely yeah. forgot. Well, you know what one of them is? Uh, is Play-Doh. Like, if I smell Play-Doh, it like, <laughs> shoots me right back to this thing when I was a kid, like, instantly. Yeah. And, and it's almost like it bypasses all the variations that your brain, the changes your, your brain and personality have made all over the years, and it somehow, like, reboots wherever you were in that moment when you experienced that, and you can remember, like, the way you felt, the way you thought, the things you were worried about, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and this really weird, like, ha- like, type of, like, systems hack type of way. You know yeah, I mean? you ever have that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> I remember with the. I remember years and years ago when I was really struggling with my addiction. I um, I was working this job, and at that job, without being terribly specific, but at that job, I remember there was a scent of uh, like rubbing alcohol, a lot. Yeah. And years and years and years down the road, that was just something, I mean, I, I guess that was something that was, that was present. Obviously it was, because years and years later, I was walking down the hallway. You know, I've been 
sobriety, everything good, just walking down the hallway. And all I, all I smelled was that rubbing alcohol scent. And I found myself, so my feelings had to catch up with my brain, right? Because I had these feelings swirling around, like telling me like, oh, this is something, what is that? And then I became obsessed and I was like, wait, what is it? And then when, when, when I hit it, it's almost like a buzzer went off. I was like, ding, 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 ding. Oh, and then I was just in awe, I was like, wow. I was like, my, I was like, the sense of smell just brought me back, beckoning, you know, to 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 this uh, to this time in my life that was uh, that was important. I was like, Jesus. And you kind of get like a brief like flash of like the same feeling. I mean, that's kind of big time. I actually have uh, when I was writing down different smells and stuff. Uh, I was I wrote down uh, rubbing alcohol. Yeah. Because. Uh, because that is that's a thing that you like that's very distinct and you kind of forget about. Okay, so when you come to prison, you don't. No one explains. Period. What prison's going to be like? But you don't really think about that, right? You're not like you're you're so worried about like survival and shit. And I wonder if I wonder if the fact that you your amygdala might be stimulated from like from all the high anxiety emotional shit when you come to prison that yeah. if there's going to be a stronger link to certain smells and there's one specifically when you first come to prison they give you this like hygiene pack it's this little clear pack and it's got this tiny deodorant thing in there a little throwaway toothbrush some clear toothpaste some clear deodorant and then it's got this green there's this in this little square bar of soap that's probably God, I'm trying to think of something. It's just, okay, so like two AA batteries next to each other, like mm-hmm. that big, like a little square like that. And it has MSI, uh, Michigan State Institution or something. It's, uh, it's the pri- Michigan prison like company for like the shit they make. Um, and so it's this green <laughs> sounds, soap. Sounds swanky. <laughs> it's really classy. There's this <laughs> green soap. It says MSI. And it's... I have, it's a unique smell. It's not bad, but it doesn't smell like normal soap. And um, that I remember that that was like the thing they gave you. And you only have that to shower with. Now, after you like order hygiene, you get real bar. You can order real bars of soap, right? So the poor kids use green, the green MSI soap, um, and then the rest of us. I use both actually. Um, I have a t- I have a technique. Surprise you! <laughs> I use like the green for like my armpits and the undercarriage, mm-hmm. and uh, when I wash my boxers when I'm showering, and then I use like yep. the cocoa butter soap or the whatever uh, for other stuff. But anyways, there's a couple different kinds of MSI soaps. So that's what you get initially at quarantine in this area for whatever reason. And then when you go to another joint, they start giving you these these little thinner yellow ones that are almost like motel like cheap motel soap uh, bathroom soaps. Mm-hmm. And so you use those, and then when I came back here in the same area that quarantine's in, they do the green soap here, and it instantly, I mean, yeah. instantly brought me right back to quarantine. And I felt like that feeling of like, oh, this is new, where am I at, be on your toes. It like, it, it like triggered all that stuff. And I know that if there's ever a situation in life that I come across some something that's similar yeah. to MSI soap, it's going to just... I might go crazy. Like, I might, uh, yeah. I might start screaming at the top of my lungs and, and stripping naked and have to be, like, restrained. You know, in, the middle of, in the middle of Walmart. In the middle of fucking Walmart, they're selling it. So I know, like, that's one of them, right? Yeah. But there's a, there's a ton that it's, like, you don't know what you don't know type stuff. Like, um, but that's definitely something that, that, that I can tell reminds me of prison, and it specifically reminded me of the first time. But that's a really unique smell. The other soaps they had are, like, they're not as unique, so they don't, they don't have that, uh, that, uh, uh, like, that initial, like, um, really unique, like, jarring, like, oh, I know exactly what that is, you know. Yeah. And there's, like, there's a bunch of new smells when you come to prison, you know. Well, what kind of... Uh... There are two questions I want to quickly ask. Are there any are there any smells that are completely unique to prison? Well, you went over the soap, but I, but something more. Is there anything big that that sticks out that that uh, people on the outside might be totally unaware of? Like, are there any specific smells that are unique to prison? Well, 
Yeah, the green soap is a big one. There's yeah. this thing that happens when you turn your laundry in. It doesn't happen at every joint. But when you turn your laundry in, you have, like, this mesh laundry bag. You have your name, mm-hmm. your number written on it, you tie it, and you turn it in. So it gets washed with other people's shit. And I don't know what kind of detergent. It's ain't fucking tied. I know that. And so when it <laughs> comes back, if they leave it in the dryer too long, it gets this weird, like, burnt smell, like a mixture between whatever detergent was left on there and the dryer. Mm. There's this really, yeah. like, it's disgusting, like, burnt smell that'll happen on on your clothes. I mean, even when it's not burnt, that just the heat of the, the dryer yeah, the on dryer. whatever. You know how it is when you wash, uh, when you dry clothes after you've washed it in like a, uh, a regular second world country <laughs> detergent. <laughs> even. Uh, yeah. You know, it like, it like locks a little, the little bit of that smell in, and there's definitely that thing. When you get, when you go over to quarantine and you get mm-hmm. the new, your new state shoes, they're made by MSI. They're super cheap and thin, but they have like their own unique, not like Jordan's new shoe smell, but they definitely have their, uh, yeah, their their smell. And well, and there's not, I don't know. That's one of those things that I don't know because I don't know, you know, about what I would be missing. There's not a lot of good smelling stuff, so people will take. I kind of talked about this on date night. Like anytime you have a magazine, one of the bonuses, if you have a magazine subscription, is yeah. when they can put those little cologne things in there. Yeah. Rip those out and you save them, you know. Yep. But they also have this knockoff Gucci body wash, like Gucci um, aroma. And then Polo, a Polo, knockoff Polo scent um, yeah. body wash. And we call it smell good, right? Like people use, people shower with it, but it's expensive, like $8, like a shampoo bottle size. But people use wow. it as like, alone and we call it smell good that's like so you'll go be like hey man i got a visit there you got any smell good in there <laughs> i love it i can't i don't know what it means smell good i don't know where it, i don't know if it's like a french or something but i can't really crack the code but, <laughs> no. but people we you know we're creative yeah and we call right, it right. smell good and so smell good means either the strips out of the magazine um or like the gucci or polo body wash or anything sometimes people make stuff they'll get like um there was a, a transgender lady at um, at Oaks that had this citrusy fragrance. That I don't know where it came from. She made it somehow. Mm-hmm. But there's a yeah. So there's not a lot of like really good smelling stuff. And uh, we use baby powder a lot. Like if someone, let's say, someone's smoking in their cell or whatever, or yeah. maybe is burping a couple bottles in the brewery, um, they'll take. Uh, baby powder and, and just hold it upright and just pat the side so it'll just put little clouds in the air of it. Yeah. And, oh, I just realized this too. You know what the number one thing is to like cover up smell in here? It's brilliant. Is um, muscle rub. Muscle, muscle rub. rub? You mean like Vicks? No, like like Ben Gay. Oh, okay. Similar. They, yeah, they, that's like, put that, it, that'll, that'll take out. Yep. You put that in a mister wipe it around the edges of the door, like if we were ever smoking <laughs> back in the day. Look, like, the, um, sorry, the, uh, the smell good, before I lose my train of thought, the smell good brought, brought on kind of a, uh, kind of a, I guess you could call it a question that I wanted to pose to you, or more of an observation, which maybe you might not be aware of because you're in it, but smell good, there's something that, that, that I noticed that uh, it seems like when you are incarcerated, you know, they strip you down to so little, if nothing at all. And so there are so many things that I've noticed that, uh, you know, just based off conversations with you, episodes with you, things I've heard other people on the inside talk about that are so, it seems like there are moments where you guys really, really have to pull together as a community. Like, for example, the reason the smell good got me, I know this is a little bit off topic, but I, I, but I wanted to throw it out there because I'm, I'm, you know, the observation's hitting me right now. With the smell good, it's like, oh, hey, I have a visit. Does anybody have smell good? It's like this sense of everybody, you know, as volatile and as violent as, a situ- as an environment it, as it can be, there's also these, these other, you know, like, yang situations where it's like everybody sees from a similar, per- similar perspective and everybody pulls in to help one another, like, oh, hey, I got you. I have some smell good. Or, you know what I mean? Like, or if there's a, uh, like a, like a cop and, and, and maybe somebody's unaware of it and, and should be, you know, it just seems like there's yeah. this, uh, right? Like, like, and I'm well, not, and, and I'm always, it's a, yeah. It's like a foxhole camaraderie. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. No, yeah, there's a foxhole camaraderie. And I think that sometimes, like, I'm, I'm always inclined to, to, to 
can basically never be like, hey, what's awesome about prison? All this bad shit, but what's so good? Like, like, but, but, you know what I mean? Like, like, uh, my brain no. is not geared to ever ask questions like that. But that I kind of feel like I have to. We're, we're gonna do, we're gonna do an episode about that at some point because yeah. I was just okay. telling the neighborhood because there's a lot of people that go home from here, and yeah. you know, a big, big facet of my life um, of regret, which there have been many, is that uh, there's the I'm so I've always been fascinated with the idea, the emotional um, experience of nostalgia. Right, because yeah. it's this weird mixture of pain and appreciation and beauty, <laughs> but also the loss with it. Like, I totally. just love that. Such a messy fucking um, emotional. <laughs> I couldn't feeling. agree more. Like, I, I like that feeling, and it's fascinating. It's not the funnest feeling, but I like it. No. But with nostalgia, you, you look back and you damn it. Part of the like the painful part of nostalgia is. Um, knowing that it's gone, but also that like maybe you didn't appreciate it fully. It took yeah. some perspective to really appreciate fully. And there's aspects of prison that are completely like that. And uh, I ask people that, like I ask the neighbor kid at night, I go, "You ever think you're going to be out there and there's going to be moments where you're like, <laughs> man, I kind of miss that." He's like, <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah, there are no doubt. Like so, uh, some people, the non-contemplatives will be like, "No, fuck this place," and I'm like, right. "Yeah, but there's, you know what it is." Oh, we're going to get off topic real quick because we're going to have mm-hmm. to do a full episode on this because this is a fascinating thing. There's yeah. um, there's just uh, this – I kind of lost my train of thought. There's just this realization that uh, – okay, here it is. Um, mm-hmm. As you like – our viewers will be able to relate to this because I think not too many of them. Anyone under 25 that listens, I'm dating. So there's not, there's, not, there's a bunch of <laughs> – Oh, older uh, or people, you know, our age. Yeah. And when you start like hitting thirty, late twenties, thirty. You have one minute remaining. Thirties um, into your forties, you 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 hit this. T- you know this, especially mm-hmm. if you were really social back in the day. You have this big oh, friend group, and you're always hanging out, and you're those are your life and your social circle. And then it starts <laughs> like whittling away as people <laughs> go off and do their own thing and start their own mm-hmm. lives, and then. You know, there's a point, especially when you move. Like, I moved a lot, so I was up, up in northern yeah. Michigan. I didn't know many people. I knew Monica, my sister, you know, some right. of her, but there wasn't that big thing. And then you, you, at least for me, I go, oh, like, the, that thing, that part of my life's over. Like, that friend yeah. thing, meeting new people and being inspired. And then you come to prison, and you rediscover that thing, where you're like, oh, I forgot what it's like hanging out with a bunch of people, making fun of each other, and, oh. you know? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Uh, that's a really cool. The so there's some cool social parts about it and the camaraderie shit like you're talking about that Got are uh, underappreciated. We're definitely gonna, yeah. Let me hit you back. We're definitely gonna have right. to do. A- Thank you for using yeah. GTL. I got my buddy here who's the. Uh, I was just talking. I was showing him. He's kind of like my little. I'm like his hero. He's like life hero. Zach. <laughs> we we know him as sensitive. Um, right. And he's really disciplined dude who's uh, just really nestled himself up under my wing like a true cook. And uh, he came over to harass me. So I'll do this mm-hmm. thing where I'll, like, with him, where I'll hold, like, the whatever I'm holding in my hand. Like, sometimes it'll be a bottle of seasoning. I'll hold it where my dick would be, and I'll be like, hey, you need some seasoning? And so <laughs> I, I was just doing it with a phone receiver. I seen him making eye contact, because he's real coy like that. He, like, makes eye contact from across the room and just can't wait. For, and if I make eye contact now, he's, like, feels like he's invited in. <laughs> he's standing right, here. Right. He has to see the girl on the side. And I show him the, the little <laughs> notes I have. Because he's like, well, am I bothering you on the phone? I'm like, yeah, I'm recording, you know. And I show yeah. him, and it's, uh, it says the five senses of freedom. He's like, oh, I got one for taste for you. So he's going to let me eat his pussy, I guess, and, uh, oh, and I'll be okay. reminded. <laughs> I don't know. He walked off. <laughs> and uh, Again, he, off. <laughs> he left. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> he's gone. Um, yeah. All right. So uh, well, there you go. The usual stuff. Yeah. No, the, uh, the with the smell good. The reason it got me thinking is because uh, is because like I started to feel like, oh man, um, we miss out on that in the free world. And then it was immediately interrupted by shut the fuck up. And then I was like, wait, wait, wait. Ask the question. Follow the thread. You know, because like uh, some yeah. of the things that you talk about are things that we can relate to. You know, at some point in time. You know, we've all had that, right? Like. Uh, but it's like you said, when you get older, you kind of become a little more lone wolf. But then you were talking about that smell good, and I was like, yeah, wow, that, that's not something that uh, 
you know, you get this sense uh, out here in the world, especially if you're our age and you're trying to find your way, that you're, it's not that you're alone. You're not alone, but it's like, but you, you have to make shit. You got to do shit. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, I don't know. I, yeah, I guess well, you got other shit more. going on. And like the amount of times, the, the reason everyone is such, like, there's time for that friendship stuff when you're younger is because someone else is paying your rent, your electricity, mm. giving you food, and taking you places. You don't have anything else to do, so you have time for it. Prison, you have right. time for it. You know, uh, unless you're me, and you're just creating all these weird, stressful <laughs> endeavors <laughs> to take care of. Okay, so hold on. So yeah. we're going to get too off track with that again. Let's get now, back on track, yeah. So I have, like, loose notes, right? And it says, like, the five senses and freedom, and I'll just drop little single words down. So I was right. like, I'm going to break it down. So initially, I, I just wrote new smells, and that's, like, the things that you smell in prison that you're kind of talking about, but... Everything's so subdued here that that list is really short. You know, there's not much there. So I mm-hmm. broke it down to, to smells unique to prison, reminders along the way and during my eight years that I'll smell something that will trigger something, which is shit yep. in the world that you guys might take. And then the last category is, like, smells that I miss, that I actually think about, which is what's hard to do. But the reminder yeah. thing is, like, every now and again, you'll just catch a whiff of something. Go, what the... And... As much coffee as I drink, the viewers know I drink drink a lot of coffee, sometimes too much. This morning, probably <laughs> being one of the circumstances, yeah. well, you, it's instant coffee, right? So you drop it in there, and then the water dissolves, and that's it. You know, you put yeah. some hot water on it. But occasionally, you'll walk past, or like you go to the school building, and you walk past one of the like little break room for the for the teachers or whoever over there. You'll catch the smell of, like, actually brewed coffee. And you're wow. like, oh, like, that's so different. That's, like, totally different. And you just think, of like, you know, whatever that triggers is different for, you know, each yeah. person. And you probably out there, that's something that people might be able to, because uh, their palate's pretty fresh in the morning, you know, yep. and they smell coffee. I just bake it. Oh, but that's, I, that's, yo, we're not there that's crazy. We're not there. Because I act, that's the, okay, we're not there, ahead. but that's crazy because you took my, I have a few in my mind that I wanted to ask you about. Now I, now I have one less, but that's absolutely, but keep going. I, a, I have a couple. Here, here's a huge one. And when I was in level four, um, you're like really limited to the stuff you're around and your, your palate becomes really like sensitive because you're not smelling a bunch of shit all the time. So it's like, it's almost like, um, was it Richard Pryor or I think uh, Jamie Foxx had this bit where he goes over to Africa and he's like, I love Africa. I love my brothers over there. And this, that, but I was in the elevator one and God damn, he smelled like wild animals. And uh, <laughs> I think that was he's saying the, the guy, the, the dude, he's like, and then I realized the dude thought the same thing about me getting in there with all this stinky ass <laughs> deodorant, weird manufactured chemical cologne, you know, and, and we're both in there thinking the other one stinks, you know? Um, so, so yeah, so there's like the one of the big reminders is is they pulled up they used to have like these little golf carts for maintenance, but they pulled up in um I don't remember what they were doing. Like it was like an outside crew had to do something. They had a they had um they had like uh like lawn equipment and shit. And we okay. went out and you could smell gas. And I hadn't smelled gas. And you know, gas is one of those really yeah. distinctive smells. But some people actually yeah. like the smell a bit. But that was like all everyone, everyone was like, do you smell that? Oh, my God. And people started talking about cars and, you know, it just triggered this whole thing and, and was really jarring. It was like, oh, my God, like, that's something you don't, that there, that there is a, a sense of freedom yeah. or, or there is freedom tied to the sense of smell that you would never, that's something you never picture. You never think like, oh, he's in prison. He doesn't get the smell. Certain. No, yeah. I was just going to say one quick tagline, which was in my head since the beginning, was that was the fact that freedom absolutely has a scent, and I did not, I, and, and I don't think that many of us are aware of that. That's why I was so excited to kind of get into this because that's just a fundamental truth. Freedom smells like something, and uh, it's it's not there. So, so these are the things that have reminded me that I'm not in prison throughout throughout the years, and there's plenty more that I'm forgetting. So, mm-hmm. fresh ground coffee is one of them. Gasoline's one of them. Depending on where you're at, this prison, like you can see the, you can see the road. Like right now, I just saw a car. It's pretty far away, but you can see like cars and shit pass. But when I went out on um, that medical thing, like you smell exhaust too. That yeah. was the thing. Um, perfume and cologne is a huge thing. <laughs> I can, I can smell. I'm not. I'm not, when uh, guys too, but especially perfume. 
I can smell a woman's. This sounds like the creepiest fucking <laughs> <laughs> thing. Uh, I can smell a woman's perfume from fifty yards away, miles away. <laughs> yeah, no, but really, though. How much, what's your home address? Leave your window unlocked. <laughs> I uh, no, but I can really like smell. Like I'm like, oh, so and so is working third gallery, and she must have yeah. done it round. You know, yeah. or you'll be walking downstairs, and you'd be like, oh, like from so far away, and it really, you know, someone like the hipster, like indie type. People I knew and chicks I knew mm-hmm. were uh, ladies I knew would uh, oh. were like well cologne's gross it's disgusting and I kind of saw that other and now I can uh, now I can see how it's 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 really harsh and some of it's like you know you know how they make fun of like Axe body spray and shit like that yeah. but I could see how it uh, it can be overdone and you can kind of out in the world become nose blind to it there's so many different senses that uh, everyone's appealing to that you can like I think you can overdo it you know what I mean yeah yeah. You wear cologne? I do. I wear a little bit of cologne, but uh, you can definitely overdo it. I remember one what are you time going years with? right now. You know what? No, go ahead. Go ahead. This is. Let me tell you the fun story. There's a well. It's a little ghetto. I have these small little bottles. I got off this app called Scentbird. I don't know why I'm giving them promo right now, but because they suck. Yeah. Send send uh, cousin Greg some uh, free shit. <laughs> you send fucking send me a whole bottle. God damn! Yeah. These little tiny. No, no, ones, no. But, he um, needs the ego check. Give him little. If they're small, <laughs> send him little. Just rub it on some paper and send it to him. <laughs> and send it over. I remember one time. I'll never forget this. This was years ago, and you remember this, Bobby? I was playing in the band, so I thought it was hot shit. And I was uh, up in New York, like a fancy man, and I was playing this yeah. place called the Cutting Room. Big deal, big deal, right? And I remember I had this long, long ass dread, and I was always uh, paranoid. Sorry, listeners, if you don't recall, I had dreads. Somebody else here did too, but um, no, 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 no. And uh, so I was paranoid that they would stink because you know dread. And so I used to spray so much aqua de geo. My favorite, that that's my favorite Dude. fucking cool. <laughs> so much. I used to go through a whole routine on the outside, and then I'd flip my hair upside down. And so anyway, I'd be loaded, oh. and I got myself yeah, yeah. all psyched up in the back of the room. I was like, all right, I'm gonna go perform. I'm going to go do this. So I make my way through the crowd. Like, like I'm like, I'm going. Like, I'm tractor beam. I'm, I'm focused. I'm going to do this. And uh, I'm only focused on one thing, getting to my spot and then and starting the show. But what I hear in the si- from the side of my fucking ear is a girl, a, a female's voice go, oh, my God. Somebody's wearing way too much cologne. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and it just took my ego all the way down. And I got up to the mic and I was like, I was in my head. I was about to be like, "Good afternoon, good evening, New York." In my head, I was like, "How's everybody doing today? Tonight? Tonight? I mean, it's not today. It's tonight. How's everybody doing? You guys ready? Uh, Fucking ruined it." You're like, "Let me just say something about cologne, all right? There's levels to it. Aqua de Gio, very good. It was sixty dollars a bottle for for two last bottles. So if you got a fucking problem with it, I was like, "Oh, oh, it's going." Yeah, that actually was my favorite. I actually had Aqua de Gio. Yeah, you pronounce it. Uh, no, you, the, you're pronouncing the it correctly. Origi- yeah. The original, I know, because I've seen the commercial. And I'm like, oh, that's how you say it. And then there was, like, they came out with a second scent that was, like, the darker one. And I guess it was, like, uh, it was for, like, nighttime. Or in my mind. It's probably just because the bottle was dark. I was like, oh, that's a nighttime one. And uh, so, yeah. But here's the problem with uh, cologne. It smells mm-hmm. great initially. But yep. if I was to just go out in a shirt with no cologne on and then fall asleep in it, and then the next morning you would smell that shirt as opposed to a shirt that I sprayed with cologne, went out, fell mm-hmm. asleep, and took it. The cologne one smells worse to me. It smells weird after, yeah. like, you mix it with, like, B.O. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. and other shit. Um, yeah, all right. So you're doing a little sample joint of it. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think I'm going to do it but real lightly. You know what I mean? Like, even, like, spray, like, a thing and put my finger maybe a little on the wrist. Okay. I'm a fancy girl. Uh, Everyone knows I'm a fancy girl. So there's going to be... <laughs> There's definitely going to be, and that's going to be something I'm going to want to hone. I like I like cologne, but real quick, the part of me that uh, you might appreciate this that uh, has a little bit of a problem with it within my with myself, uh, more so when I was single, I would take some cologne and I would tell myself, "All right, don't not too much, right? Let's not be yeah. let's not be crazy here. You're only supposed to put a little bit. If you can't smell it, yeah. that's probably good." So I yeah. would take uh, a little tiny bit because I had this one that wasn't like a spray. It was weird. Like it was a little vial. Yeah. So I was like, all right. So I put a little bit on my pointer finger and I put some on my wrist and I put some on my neck because I've seen people do that. Yeah, but then I'm too. thinking to myself, the, yeah, right. So then the problem I have with myself, I mean, I would still do it, but I would still give myself a hard time. So I'd be like, oh, look at him. He thinks he's going to get lucky. Someone's going to be smelling his <laughs> neck right there. 
Look at this dork. Oh, if you get close to me, I smell it. Oh, I was like, oh, my God, I can't live with myself like this. Oh, much worse. Here, I'll make you feel better. I okay, used to, I, I, I'd like whip, pull out like the old fucking, especially if I was using someone else's clones, so I wasn't really worried about <laughs> like, wasting it and just spritz it right on the old fucking undercarriage. But then yeah. also think, this is the, the douchey part, would also think, that's not going to taste good though. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like, sure, yeah. like it might smell. Yeah, you're not fooling anybody. Of sweaty balls and, uh, you know, Tommy Sport. But it's also going to taste pretty disgusting on top right, of whatever, right. uh, you know, half cream peanuts tastes like anyway. <laughs> you know, uh, I know. All right. I know. So another one of the things, back to the reminder smell, Sharpie. Yeah. I have a Sharpie in there. Oh, not good like one. It. Yeah. And like when I crack it open, I'm like, ooh, I remember this. I remember. Wow. Uh, what that smells like. Uh, rubbing alcohol. Okay. So there's. Three of the soaps you can order here are next one. They're like prison shit. You only see them in prison. They smell all right. But you can order if you're like really living large and don't have any uh, restitution fees and can get more than mm-hmm. 50 bucks a month. You can get like six packs or four packs. I can't remember because I, I don't buy them. Of Irish Spring. And right. when someone uses Irish Spring, you can smell it from so far away and it, it smells just like freedom. It remind, instantly reminds you of the world. <laughs> you're like... Oh, I remember that. That's like uh, Irish Spring has like a real distinct smell. Yeah. And um, I had someone. I was trying to. I don't buy soaps like on the store usually. Like on the skin yeah. pack, I will. But uh, I'll go and be like, "Hey, I need a." And people will just either give them to me or I'll give them to. You have one minute remaining. Two two soups is going ready for soap. So I'll, you know I'll buy. Yeah. It. But uh, I think uh, the guy down the hall east side was. Sean, yeah, Eastside, that's all he had. So I grabbed it and was just treating myself. They're smaller and they go away fast, but I just felt like a king for a while. I was just like, boss status, yeah. Irish spring, just the cleanest. <laughs> you know, and the, but it smells so clean and so, so fresh and so clean, clean. All right, let me hit you back and we can, uh, yep. we'll go through the things that I uh, miss, of which yeah. already. I got a couple of my uh, couple of, I want to ask you about too. The sense from the outside that you might be unaccustomed to there. All right, give me a second. All right. Hey, holy shit! That's funny because I was worried about you too. I'm so glad you had your mom reach out because I was sitting here. I was like, oh, maybe you had to take a leak. That happened. Well, I kept and then calling. It, took, it just didn't ring. I no, no, nothing was happening, and uh, like at all. And I was like, this is getting weird. So then I, yeah. uh, your mom texted me like, hey, everything cool? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I was. Uh, just waiting for him to call, but then I seen my text message wasn't even going through to her. So I called my, my, my personal phone from my work phone, because I have two, yeah. and it was just ringing and ringing, but nothing was coming up on my phone. So I shut my phone off, turned it back on, and then I saw that my text messages went through to her, and I saw you were calling. I was like, oh, thank God. She was like, oh, he was worried about you. I was, like, I was worried about him. You know what I mean? All right, so, well, we're going to leave right. this in here, because I want the viewers to know that... Um, yeah. When you're listening to your cushy Joe Rogan experience <laughs> or any of the other fancy pants with fucking comfortable seats and, and yeah. beat by Dre or wireless earbuds with built-in microphones and vibrators and mm-hmm. uh, a $500 microphone, we're in this bitch slumming, right? We're doing That's this right. fuck. Don't forget. Don't get this shit twisted because we're on fucking Apple and Spotify and all that shit. Don't, That's don't, right. uh, this ain't that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they saying here, this ain't that, bro. This is some real shit. And you're involved in uh, co-conspiracy. Conspiracy. Yep. You guys are hooligans, and you're degenerates. And uh, we love you for that. And yeah, we lo- we do. And, and don't be uh, uh, confused by our uh, misled by our professionalism as well, because we know that that's you know that's, that weighs heavy sometimes. Yeah. So what happened is uh, I tried calling back, and then you don't know. You know, sometimes there's an eye in the sky or an ear ear against the ground, and uh, they pick up on shit. So you're always wondering. This is. You gotta remember yeah. this is uh on this is um what is it? Uh unwarranted or uh non sanctioned. This is non sanctioned mm-hmm. fucking notes from the goddamn penitentiary. You know? And uh <laughs> by the way, um if you're listening to this and this is one of the um the new twelve episode season format, go hop on Patreon, um oh, yeah. to knock down some of this um restitution so I can actually live like a halfway like live like a uh, an average inmate instead of a below the poverty line inmate. And um, right. right now, I guess it's five dollar um, 
I don't even want to call it a subscription. It's a donation. It's a monthly donation to help. And right now it's $5. I'm trying to get Mama C to figure out how to lower it, but that's like the, the basic one it comes in at is 5 And, uh, you know, we appreciate your support. So go check us out on Patreon, and uh, you get four extra episodes per season. You get the whole library. You get bonus odd shit that I do with ladies' wear and usual suspect interviews. And um, viewer questions are submitted there, which we'll, we'll answer. We're going to do a viewer question episode for each season and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. uh, so, yeah, go check us out there and uh, like us and blah, blah, blah. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram, those from Penn, all that good stuff. So, uh, yeah, so we're back. We're back. And, um, you know, remember, these are little 15-minute jumps we got to do. So, smell. Yeah. Now we're to the section of what do I actively miss smelling? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, the obvious is what? Food, right? Barbecue? Barbecue is a big one. Um, yeah, I, I thought of barbecue as well. I mean, I have a few, and I, they're kind of outside the box, I think. I mean, I think there are some obvious ones. I try to stay away from those. Do you want me to rattle off a couple that I wanted to, the one to bring up? Yeah, let's go. All right, let's do it. So I'll uh, start off easy. Um, I don't know about easy. New car. The new car scent. Got it written right under barbecue. I said barbecue, and wow. it says new car right here. Yeah, new car. Right under it. Right under it, yeah. Because uh, you almost forget. That's like one of I, – I, as much as, like, smells linked to memory, like triggers memories when you smell something, there's things that I, I forgot what they smell like. And I mm-hmm. can't really place what new car smells like. I remember I like it. Everyone likes it. It's got that yeah. new fresh – um, type of uh, waft to it. Yeah. No, I can imagine you forget it because you, you don't really remember how good it smells until you stick your head in someone's car and you go, oh, damn, new car smell, scent, you know? Yeah. All right, the other one I have, I think it's up, pretty good. Yeah, good. They even came up with those, like, fake new car smell, like, fresheners, which I don't think ever worked. I don't they don't work. Like. This next one I'm kind of right, excited about because I feel like it's a good one. Fucking uh, campfire, man. Campfire. Because we always complain in that okay. it's in our clothes and, oh, my hair smells like a campfire, but you don't have yeah, any campfires in there. But I've smelled, I've smelled that since coming to prison. It's been real. Oh, right? interesting. So one, yeah, so when I was at Carson City, it's like there's a like farmland around there, and you'll okay. catch a whiff, uh-huh. a whiff of, uh, of campfire from far away, and you go, that's campfire. Also, when they, native serve it, when they do native serve it, they burn sage and a couple other things, tobacco and stuff. Mm. And so you'll kind of, that's not campfire, but it's uh, that burning, nice, sweet, burning yeah. smell. It's similar, yeah. So, okay. But, but yeah, it's definitely not something that is frequent. Yeah, that's interesting. I would never have thought that. I, so when I wrote down campfire, I was like, oh, this one, he definitely never. Um, let me ask you about this one. You probably, maybe you, maybe you have experienced this one because there is a yard and all, but fresh cut grass. Yes, that is a that's yeah. a real one. That that but that you get the smell around here. And, and um, okay. check this out. In level four, you could volunteer to mow even if you weren't on the yard crew detail. Meaning that's not your job. So yeah. Chob, little Marshall, would yeah. go out there, and they have like the cartoon 1920s cartoon push mowers, where it's just a handle, a pole, and then that turning <laughs> blade thing, the, the round yeah. like rolling Flintstones, and you'd have to like I I, I mm-hmm. used oaks once before. So you do get to smell fresh cut grass occasionally. It's nice. Okay, okay. And that's one of the things that brings you right back. What up? Yeah, because I remember uh, fresh cut grass. There's a ball field down the, down the street from my house, and every time uh, when my son was playing baseball, we'd go down there. And I remember every time they cut the grass, and it was early in the morning, I was like, ah, that's a, that's a, that smells like America yeah, right there. That's some freedom right there. <laughs> Let me throw you another one here. This is a little bit weird, but um, it, it does come up in, in – uh, in uh, in life, um, nail polish, very potent smell. Nail polish. Oh yes, didn't even right? think of that. Yeah, but it gets your attention, I like you know, remember. Bobby. Like, I remember what, there. Yeah, I remember what acetone acetone the, the nail polish remover smells like. Yep. I can't yep. really. I'm having trouble pinning down nail polish. Yeah, it's like if you're okay. sitting there and then, like, your girl, Monica, or somebody, you know, it, 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 you know, there have been numerous times where somebody has pulled out the nail polish and you don't even know they did, but you turn your head like, oh, my God. That's, yeah, that's I, oh, I, okay. I just got it. When they pull the brush out, it just triggered. Like, I, yeah, I can't yeah. remember. Yeah. When they pull the brush out. So, listen, now, um, there's a couple other things I've written down. And I almost forgot the most important thing, like, the thing I missed most of all smell-wise, and it mm-hmm. is... Ladies, shampoo, and lotion. Do they wow. make lady shampoo? 
Is that a thing? It um, seems like there is. Like, I think so. I'm not sure, shampoo. but <laughs> it might just shampoo. That I'm just it might just be shampoo, but uh, you, you're, you're spot on. I mean, it's it's a it's a really it's a really nice nice smell. To, to me, that's better than whatever perfume or, or, or a classy lady yeah. Or yeah. would wear. It's just that fresh, like. Okay, so the girl I lost my virginity to, which she didn't know she was taking it. I wasn't going to give her that satisfaction. Right, right. She wasn't a virgin. She had. But anyway, mm-hmm. she had this Victoria's Secret apple-scented Victoria's Secret lotion. And forever, anytime I smell like apple-scented something, it just whoop, right back to like little 15-year-old me. And I'm like, <laughs> oh. And, and, you know, like how, by the way, like how non-classy that is i mean it's not like day class but you know as like a 15 year old she was like i got it don't even trip look at this irresistible and it was it was i was like that's that's a woman man that's a fucking woman just so yeah that's a huge one Um, shampoo and like those little subtle scents that that the yeah that's the ladies put on i um and so uh, i got one more i got one more that's yeah. uh kind of uh very florida that's why i brought it up because i remember oh, it used to happen from time to time i got a good florida one go ahead. go ahead now it requires a slight uh explanation for the viewers but i'm just gonna say the word sulfur the word is sulfur because you know hey, there have been many a nights driving over the uh you know one of the causeways O'Galley causeway whatever it is whatever whatever bridge we're, dri- we're driving over we always say to each other, like, oh, that stinks. But you're, it, it's beautiful, though. You're on a bridge, and it's, and it's the, ocean, the Atlantic Ocean, right? So, so, so I feel like, you know, that might be one of those things that, that, that if well, I were no, in your shoes, I might I, be like, damn. Well, there's two different things. Like, when you're beachside, like, I lived on Patrick Air Force Base. They use mm-hmm. well water, which we called egg water. You can't, you don't drink it or anything. It smells like, egg, like eggs. Yeah, and, mm. uh, and then there's like just the smell, but the smell of like salt in the, oh, like in the, the ocean. ocean smell. I yeah, I I definitely uh, really miss that. Yeah, I really miss the, the smell smell of the ocean and um, yeah, the ocean's a good. Yeah, one. so I was watching PBS. The thing I was watching on PBS, like when they were talking about smell and memory and all that stuff, they went. Uh, this guy went to this perfumologist. I don't know. Um, she had some clever name, like odorology, but that's not what it was. And so she like she asked him about his life, and he was like, well, I grew up by the beach, and she takes all these extracts of, like, salt and, like, you know, um, lavender and citrus, you know, and she puts these yeah. from Hawaii or something. She puts together this, like, custom smell thing, and that's something in the world I'm like, nah, I'll buy aqua de Gio and spray it in my bowl. <laughs> I don't But watching it and, like, the subtlety and, like, the passion she was, like, putting into it, and the guy was wearing a blindfold, yeah. and he was heavy into it. He's like, oh, man, go ahead. And he was just so into it, too, and I was like, that's really what triggered me to be like, I need to do an episode because I really was envious. I was like, I want to smell that. Like I, yeah. And then you, re- you realize how neglected your senses are, but the sense of s- smell specifically, trust me, you get the bad stuff. You get the bad hygiene, <laughs> bad breath, rotten teeth, the ocean. But I was like, oh, salt and mango, and the idea that there's this whole industry yeah. around that and that yeah. there has, there's no like little thing, there's no experience of it and made me go, God damn, each one of your five senses being in prison, you know, there's a freedom to each one of those. And yeah. you know, the big thing with this, um, there's many goals we have and they're all heading in the same direction, but one of the most fundamental ones mm-hmm. that is my, is an attempt to beat the system to use a cheat code on life, and, to, and by that I mean, if you can listen to the show, if you know anyone in prison, if you can experience and relate to any of these things, and you can gain the appreciation of life and its subtleties and intricacies and even the hard and painful, annoying stuff, mm-hmm. if you can gain an appreciation by looking through the eyes or experiencing it through someone who had to lose it all to yeah. understand what it really meant, if you can do that without actually coming to prison, because even though I had to go through all this shit and I'm in prison, the appreciation I now have for life is worth it. It's not worth 
not having Monica and not being that stuff. But right. this struggles, this they appreciate. Put it this way: the appreciation that that the newfound appreciation for life and the intricacies and all of it is invaluable. And if you can gain that for real, yeah. not to get all like Tony Robbins. If you guys get this is my. This is my, like, would, nothing would make me happier if yeah. was when, like, people reach out to me and, like, oh, man, I never thought about this. If you can gain that perspective, if you can do that without having to lose everything and actually come to prison, if you can gain just a little bit of that, it's mm-hmm. a cheat code. You beat the, you, you're winning the game. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You, you, you won the lottery. And so this is, you know, one of those things that we're going to go through and do the other synthesis too. So, you know, take something today. And even when you smell something disgusting, next time yeah. you smell something disgusting, that's a part of freedom. That's part of the price you pay to be able to smell Absolutely. lavender, mango, sea salt, custom fragrances and, um, yeah. or even has a smell. coffee and bacon in the morning and all that stuff. So, you know, we'll wrap it up with that. Yeah. And, uh, no, but, but, but just, just yeah, final thoughts. Uh, just, just to piggyback on that, for sure. I mean, it sounds trite, but it, it, but we just have to appreciate everything, everything, and 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 just live in the moment. And next time somebody, you know, your your coworker farts, just remember that fart is freedom. That fart is freedom. <laughs> no, but 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 on a last note, just you have just, one you know, minute remaining. One freedom minute has to a go. Scent. What do you got? Yeah, Free, freedom has a scent. Freedom has a smell. And we should always be, always do our part to be appreciative of that. And for that message, I thank you, my friend. I thank you, Bobby. Yeah. Oh, just stop it. And, uh, <laughs> I love you. Part. Yeah, thank you. Uh, thank you, everyone out there. Yeah, and, um, you know, give us some feedback. Get on, uh, leave, us some, yeah. leave me some messages. You know what I mean? We're working on something with the captain. Hopefully it'll be, and there'll be a captain-specific episode at the end of the season. Um, if you can afford it, please sign up on uh, Patreon. Help Mama see out and try to take care of this restitution. We love you. And on behalf of Cousin Greg, all the viewers out there, Mama C, and the captain, too, uh, mm-hmm. we love them. Um, we are gone. We gone. Hi, everybody. Mama C here. For the complete library, full episodes, and bonus content, and mainly to support this cause, visit Notes from the Pen on Patreon. To learn more about Bobby and prison reform, visit our website, notesfromthepin.com. And follow us on Twitter to stay current. This has been another Notes from the Pen production.